Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Bam! Explosions, explosions, nudity, explosions. That's right. Like Katy Perry's fireworks. Bam! Fireworks out of the boobs. Yes. Or out of your butt if you're a fan of Jackass. (laughs) Yes. Didn't they do it like an actual cock rocket on Jackass? They did a cock rocket, and then they also launched a bottle rocket out of Steve-O's ass. Oh, God. That was awesome. Every time I see that, like, pictures of that man in real life, I'm like, like, oh, my God. He's like, he's like old snake, advanced aging. Ah, but he is clean and sober now. Which is good. Very good. So that is good. Shout out to you, Steve-O. That's right. You're 30-something, and you look like an old man, but, you know, word up. You're doing the right thing. Yes, you're healthier now, and nobody gets launched in a porta potty full of shit <laughs> in 3d better than you steve-o mm. and i and i don't mean that in a bad way like i laughed so hard in the movie theater when i saw that so good wow. was there a camera in the porta potty yes the better event oh yeah and this shit just came everywhere it was awesome i was laughing very hard in the movie theater that day i wasn't laughing as hard in the movie theater yesterday mm. when i saw resident evil five yes five 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 ish Yes. Well, and of course, each movie, you know, they don't say two, three, four, five. They just always have like a sweet word afterwards. <laughs> Resident Evil's Resident Evil Evil adjective. Yeah. So this one was technically Resident Evil Retribution. Right, right. And, but you know, it was billed as Revelations a long time back. But then the 3DS game came out first and said, "No, nah, no, nah, we're Revelations." It's good that it wasn't because there wasn't any revelating. <laughs> No, no, no! Like I, I want this to be spoilerific. Yeah, because I mean, it came out two weeks ago, you, so you had time to see it, folks. So, so what I saw in the trailer were that they were like, "Yo, everybody that we killed off in those other movies, guess what? They're back." Yes, they did find a way to bring back, um, the uh, the squad leader from the first movie, the okay. black guy with the deep voice, and he got lasered. Oh yeah, the uh, was that the Candyman or was that somebody else? No, it was a different guy, but okay. equally as cool. Yes. So they bring him back. They bring Michelle Rodriguez's character. I think her name was Rain in the first movie. Right. Uh, they brought back the guy from Resident Evil Two and Three. Um, yeah. Um, what's his name? He was from the Mummy movies. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the name's Omar, maybe in this one. Okay. Something like that. But he was cool. He, you know, he he was awesome in the second one. Then he turns into a zombie in the third one. Um. Like he takes it. He wait. No, no. He takes. He takes like a like a dope hit, as uh, as and then blows up the truck that he's in. As all these zombies and crows and things are. That was the last movie that I saw. Was the third one. I was like, yes. I was but like, he was. F this. But he was turning into a zombie, and that's why he sacrificed himself. Ah, because he got bit by a zombie earlier. Right. So they brought him back. Uh, they brought back uh, the clones of Alice. Okay, so they're back. There's been Alice clones in a couple of the movies, so Alice clones are back. Um, they brought back Wesker. Right. Because he was in the last movie. I forget how it... I thought she killed him at the end of the last movie, but regardless, he's back. <laughs> this is this is so bizarre. It's like it's like, uh, it's like a weird f- fan fiction in that, like, they brought back all their favorite characters, and the, uh, the main character could speak 12 languages and do anything. Oh, and they brought back the scenario in Japan. Like, when they showed the virus ex- uh, exploding in Japan for the first time in mm-hmm. one of the last movies, they brought that back, too. Wow, so it's like a re- it's like Resident Evil rehash. Yes. So, yeah, or Resident Evil recycle. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, so... Reuse, <laughs> or, yeah. 
So um, I, I think what what all the maniacs want to know is how does how does this relate to the games? You know, do the references hold up? Are there any references, or it just just or is it just referencing old references from the movie? Okay, yeah. Um, there are things. It, it's like all the Resident Evil movies. There are things from the game, but they're not necessarily from you know like they're not straight from the game. You know, it's like in this movie, Leon Leon Kennedy is in the movie, right? But his name's Leon Kennedy, and he kind of looks a little bit like Leon Kennedy, and mm-hmm. that's it. Like, that's as far as we go. There's no backstory for him. His name's Leon, and he's got the haircut. So he just shows up, he's like, hey, I'm Leon. Basically, yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Now, Ada Wong is in it, and she Strange. is a direct recreation of the video games, which is cool. Okay. I mean, she's got the dress on. She looks, ex- the haircut's exactly alike. She even sounds like her. Hmm. So... Ada's an exact recreation, um, and there's a little bit of romantic tension between her and Leon at the end. <laughs> um, Is there a jet ski? No, no, sorry. Aww. <laughs> um, and wait, 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 wait. Is there a talking helicopter named Mike? No. Oh, no, sorry. And there are Las, Las Plagas <laughs> in this one, technically, okay. but not, I mean, so, so basically the zombies in this one aren't shambling. Mm. In fact, the zombies in each subsequent movie have gotten faster. Right. So now in Resident Evil Five, they're they're pretty fast. But they've got the Las Plagas ones now, so technically you can be a zombie and still kind of intelligent. Okay, interesting. Um, like the Las Plagas from Resident Evil Four, and then they've also got a, a like, they have like Russian Las Plagas zombies. <laughs> so they're just okay. like these dudes in like Russian military uniforms, but they can drive and they can shoot bazookas while they drive. Sweet. So, so it's like, it's like they achieved what the Umbrella Corporation for all those years was sort of going for. Yeah, like the the Russian zombies were kind of like the zombies from uh, Resident Evil Five, the video game, because those ones mm. came after you on boats and stuff, shooting at you. <laughs> and, and zombies on a boat. Yeah. So I mean, like, so they have little pieces from the games, but if you're a vi- if you're a purist fan of the game, you'd probably be upset during these movies. Sure. And basically, I mean. None of these movies are are that good, but you they're still enjoyable. Like mm-hmm. I'm not taking a big fat dump on the movie because you know what you get, you what you're in for. The first one was good, second one was okay, third one sucked, fourth one was okay, fifth one is okay. <laughs> but right. they, so, but so, I mean, they're still kind of enjoyable. You just have to turn your brain off. It, every time I go see these movies, it takes me ten minutes to get over it. Mm-hmm. Like the first ten minutes, I'm like, oh wait, oh wait, a, oh, and then he's like, wait a minute, dude, dude, this is just a Resident Evil movie. It's just gonna be ridiculous. Turn the brain off, you know. Stop trying to connect it to all the games and just kind of enjoy the ridiculousness. And as soon as you do that, then it, the rest of the movie is is you know fun. Okay, but really dumb, but fun. <laughs> I saw this movie for free, mm-hmm. and I got my money's worth. All right. <laughs> had I had I paid ten dollars or thirteen for a three D admission, you know maybe I'd be a little bummed. Right, but so all right, so so gamer gamers stay away. But if you're just like looking for like a mindless good time at the cinema, you know Resident Evil delivers yet again. Yeah, it's just it's just like all the other ones. There's zombies in it. There's action. There's <laughs> you know good looking chicks and zombies, and you know <laughs> it's loosely connected to the Resident Evil franchise. Right. And there's some mindless action. It's not that good. The soundtrack is always amazing, and the soundtrack sure. was awesome again. Is um, the um, is so does it set itself 
does it set itself up for another sequel or does it finally kill everybody off? No, no, no. It sets up for a huge, huge next movie. Oh, jeez. Some of the things I was mad about was that um, at the end of the last movie, they've rescued all these people. Mm-hmm. And they're on like a, a big ship, like an aircraft carrier. No, not, not more like a freighter. They're on like a freighter ship. Okay. They've rescued all these people. They're on the freighter ship. And uh, she's Alice is on the ship with the Redfields, Chris and Claire. Hmm. And at the very end, Jill Valentine shows up, uh, zombie brainwashed, like she is in Resident Evil 5, the video game. Right. And she attacks them. And in the very beginning of this movie, like I said, we're, we're, I'm fully disclosing everything that's happening in this movie. Um, they gun down or capture everyone on the ship, including Alice, and they capture her. What? Yeah. So it's like the, the goodwill that you had in Resident Evil 4, or, or the movie, is gone. <laughs> you never find out what happened to the Redfields. Okay. Or Kmart, the character from Kmart. The third, yeah, the girl from the third movie. She was rescued on the freighter too. So you have no idea what happened to those three characters if they're dead or not. They don't even talk about them ever again. Wow. So that well, was kind of a bummer. It's like four ends on this note, and then fifth is like dead, gone. Who cares? Wow. That's the way. Yeah. And then, and then Alice wakes up, and this whole movie, there's uh, you know like each all these movies are connected. Mm-hmm. And so stuff happens in each one that keeps the story moving. There's only five minutes of plot in this movie that keeps <laughs> it going from Resident Evil 4 and connects it to the upcoming Resident Evil 6. There's only five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the entire movie takes place in an underground umbrella facility where all these different cities have been recreated. Tokyo, the United States, all these places. They've been recreated, and all the characters that they brought back are all clones because they have all their DNA. That sounds like the worst possible justification for just shooting a studio movie. Yeah, I mean, so so the whole movie, they're trying to escape this underwater umbrella facility that's all in domes, and all these cities are recreated, so they have to, like, go through Moscow to get to Japan, to get what? to the U.S., all underwater. What? So the storyline isn't being advanced because they're all in fake land the that's, entire time. That's fucking bizarre. I wonder, God, I wonder if they, like, shot a bunch of scenes and then, uh, you know, we're just kind of, like, writing the script as they went along. Yeah, they're just escaping fake land the whole time. And then what? Uh, uh, Leon, uh, oh, Barry, Barry's in it. Hmm. Leon, Barry, the uh, black guy from the fourth movie. Okay. Oh, God, I forget his name. I apologize. And uh, shows how much love they give the character. Was he, and, was he the, wait, was was he the homeless guy? Who, uh... No, 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 no. no. That, that guy turned into a zombie in the third movie and died. Okay. Um, no, this is a different guy from the fourth movie. Um, this is like and, this is like comic book death. I mean, everybody's back. And then two other ra- random dudes, and and so there's so this this team of five strike guys go down in to rescue her. And I could just as soon as I met them, I was like, "You die first. You die next. You die in a blaze <laughs> of glory. You die in a tragic end that's supposed to you know keep us all guessing." And mm-hmm. I exactly nailed it. <laughs> Wow, good job, Eric. <laughs> well, I can't take that much credit. I'm sure pretty much anyone could going into this. But so anyways, the whole movie, they're just trying to get Alice, save her, and Ada Wong's in there, and Ada's trying to help her. Right, but is um, it but is it regular Ada or, like, clone Ada? And, no, and who, this is, who cares? This is, this is real Ada. Um, and they're being chased around by their old clone buddies. That's too bad. So Michelle Rodriguez keeps her streak uh, going of being killed in a movie because she gets killed in, like, every movie. 
She actually gets killed a couple times in this movie. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't wow. count towards the total. Double kill. So, um, <laughs> so she keeps her streak intact. But um, then at the very end of the movie, they escape. So they blew up that umbrella facility. Big deal. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, um, you find out they're actually working for Wesker. And uh-huh. they fly on this helicopter to the White House. And Wesker is the president <laughs> of the United States. Oh, God. He re-injects Alice with the parasite, uh-huh. with, the, with the T-virus or whatever, which she had in the first three movies, but then he injected her with the antidote in the fourth movie to take it out of her, and now he's injected <laughs> it back into her in the fifth movie. Oh, jeez. Back in there. And he says, no, we need you. And then they're like, why? And they're like, let's go outside for the big reveal that the movie's going to end on. <laughs> so they come. Oh, I forgot to tell you, that little girl in the computer, the Red Queen from the first oh, movie. Is she back? She's back, too. Sorry, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, my and God. It's like a Resident Evil reunion. Not only is she back, she's taken over the world. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know. She's, like, downloaded or something. But now she is trying to purge everyone but she controls the monsters now so she's like on the side of the zombies even though in the first movie she tried to kill all the bad guys Uh and and contain the virus now she's in control of the liquors god god all the the monsters so now she's trying to kill umbrella (laughs) i'm so i'm so glad i did not see this movie with you eric because i don't think i could sit comfortably and not have like a physical reaction to this kind of stupidity it's weird so like at the end they all come out and they're sitting on the top of the white house Oh, God. And, oh, and, and so at the end, they, they rescued Jill Valentine, so she's not brainwashed anymore. Oh, okay. And all five of them line up in a line and strike a pose on the top of the White House. <laughs> and then the camera slowly pulls out, and you see a perimeter wall. Mm-hmm. And Wesker's like, we're the only people left in the world. And around, on the outside of the wall is just thousands and thousands of liquors. Kind of like that scene in Starship Troopers when the bugs surround the compound. Uh-huh. And that's how it ends. They're like, it's just us. And I reinserted the virus into you because we're going to need it because we're fucked. Well, damn, man. At that point, if there's like six humans left on the planet, you're, I mean, even if you like make it and everybody breeds and you have a bunch of kids, you're still screwed. Yeah, pretty much. I, I, was, I was like, why did you fly me in a helicopter back to the White House? It's surrounded by thousands of liquors. I was over in the Arctic by myself without monsters. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> did been- you... Why? I bet the helicopter pilot's like, uh, screw you, dude. Yeah, it's like, all right, so it's DC's surrounded. Let's evacuate to Canada, eh? Like that's, that's so bizarre. That's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say, but it sounds like they like like the director or the scriptwriter, probably both, uh, the same person, took like all these ideas. They're like, okay, let's just put everything together, and we'll just make a bunch of action sequences, and we'll make it work, people. We'll make it work, and then we'll have this. Well, the special effects people, like later down the line, like throw in some kind of like bubble thing in the ocean we'll make it work okay yeah like i said it's not the greatest but you knew that going in and it's still it's still enjoyable Mm -hmm. i'm not you know i'm not taking a giant poop on this movie because it is definitely still enjoyable you just can't you know you can't be a huge video game fan and go into it and just totally straight up love it it's its own thing you know it falls under the brand of resident evil Mm-hmm. Uh, you you know you can still enjoy it. You do get some of the characters back. Lots of good fight scenes. Seems to be a lot of fight scenes. This movie where like they size each other up and they run straight at each other like ah, and then they start fighting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> like, stupid. Like I said, like I said, you just have to enjoy the ridiculousness. 
Like I said, it takes it took me ten minutes to like stop being upset and just turn my brain off, and then I was able to enjoy Wait the rest second. of this movie. I just kind of giggled. I got it. I got it. I know what this reminds me of. A brainless movie that took the franchise, uh, it took the last movie of what the last movie did, right, and flushed it down the toilet, and everything was crummy, and you're like, why the fuck did I just watch this movie? Nothing makes sense, and everything's dumb. It reminds me of Mission Impossible 2. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's... Mission, Mission Impossible 2. It was nothing but, like, a bunch of stunt sequences uh, that were kind of, like, loosely tied together with some random crap. Yeah, so that was something. Well, and, you know, well, you know what made me laugh in this movie was that there's a lot of karate kicks that launch people fifty feet away. <laughs> Every time someone karate kicks someone, they fly fifty feet away and yes. they get back up, which is amazing because <laughs> it's like, all right, first of all, Alice at this point she doesn't have the T virus in her, so she's just a normal person. But when she karate kicks you, you go fifty feet away. Second of all, when she gets karate kicks, she goes flying fifty feet away and gets up. But mm-hmm. she doesn't have the T-virus in her. That's impressive. It's like if I got karate kicked and I launched 50 feet in the air and then hit something, man, it'd be, it'd be done. It'd be over with. And second of all, if I karate kick someone hard enough to launch them 50 feet away, I'd probably break my leg. But anyways, <laughs> when you see that happen, you just have to enjoy it. That would have been like, yo, all right, so should we karate kick them, like, say, 10 feet away? And they're like, no, 50. So you just got <laughs> you just got to enjoy that. You'd be like, oh, shit, here comes a 50-foot karate kick. Boom, wow. who ordered it? I'll make it a double. And then so they get up and they karate kick the other person 50 feet away. So you just got to enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah. I guess I guess uh this whole movie experience is, is reminding me of like like dating the stupid yet hot chick in high school. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, no, nothing, you know, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying like, you know, you know, you kind of know what you're getting into, you know. It's like it's not a great experience, but you know why you're there. Well, I would, I would, beg, I would say that it sounds like a great experience, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, 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 dude, well, thank, thank you for that br- 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 brilliant review. Yeah, like I said, um, it's you know I can't get upset at it because it's basically the movie I thought I was going to see when I walked in, and I mm-hmm. and I chose to walk in, and you know, like I said, I got I got in for free, I enjoyed it. You know, I would not recommend it if you are the huge video game ones. But if you've seen the other four, go ahead and see this one. It's not that much different. Oh, by the way, the the black guy that I can't think of his name from Resident Evil 4, he does get killed at the end of this one. Ah. And no one sheds a tear. Oh, no. Like, Alice seizes him, and she, she thought he died in the last one. So she sees him, and she's like, oh, my God, you're alive. And he's like, well, yeah, for like seven more minutes. <laughs> so, and then, like, he dies, and they don't even, they just get in the helicopter. They don't even... Oh no, they're not even like, uh, oh, token. They, oh, don't, no. they don't bring him along or anything. I don't know. Maybe they cut that scene out where she try where she pretends to cry. Who knows? Um, but uh yeah, so he like so unofficially died. Like it really <laughs> didn't even matter. Um oh, that sucks. But uh maybe they did him a favor because like I said, they're all pretty much screwed in in the fifth one. But yeah. um Well, I mean it's like that's just I don't know, it just sounds insanely wacky. I'm but, definitely you know, I'm definitely pumped to play you know the new game later this year though i think that'll be much better there's, wait wait there's the movie the game or are you talking the no, uh that actual resident evil 6 game ah yes have you played the demo no ah neither have i so let, let's never speak of it again we just i just want to wait until the real deal's out and like i my favorite characters in resident evil is leon and i like the relationship with ada so mm-hmm. that's why i'm pumped for six you know because i like the the continuing adventures of leon see uh 
when I watched the uh, the trailer originally, and I, I'm going to play the demo this week, but it, it seems to me that this is more of a Resident Evil 5 than it is back to the good times of Resident Evil 4. It seems that, like, just, like, the action is bigger and, like, the adrenaline is surging and you're going to, like, cover fire, you know, and it seems more like House of the Dead than mm. Resident Evil. You mm. know, I've been seeing that a lot lately, especially, like, like uh, the the sections where Shelley Bur- uh, Sherry Birkin and the dude with the cure in his veins who's going to, you know, uh, make a baby face turn towards the end of the game mm. uh, and try to save everybody. Like, they're running away from this giant monster that reminds me of, like, the giant security guard guy from House of the Dead uh, 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. They brought back um, those guys, too, in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, the uh, the huge guy with the huge, like, sledgehammer axe thing from, like, the second movie, they brought him back, too. Yeah, bring everybody back. Why they, the fuck not? They brought back two of them. Jeez. Um, well, where I'm excited because when, when me and you go to New York Comic Con, I'm sure, I think there's a Resident Evil uh, demo or panel or something to show us some more stuff from the new game, so. Well, that's cool. I'll be excited for that. Yeah, dude. Well, dude, yo, let me tell you what I've been playing. What's this that? last this last week, well, well, I told you on uh, on Facebook, I've been I've been supplementing uh, my gameplay of Kingdoms of Amalur colon Reckoning mm-hmm. uh, with uh, a blog, a video game blog, where uh, where I write I write uh, first person as the uh, as the character I'm playing in the game. Right. And for those of you that don't know, K- Kingdoms of Amalur, it's like it's like playing an MMO uh, by yourself. And that you have this gigantic game world full of NPCs that will just, like, dump a quest on you to go kill something or fetch something. And then you come, do it, and then you come back. And then it's this, the same thing over and over and over again. And somewhere there's, like, there's story to be had, but there's no real, like, personal story. And your, your, your main character doesn't say anything, really. You mm-hmm. get, like, the occasional dialogue choice, like, yes, I will do your quest, or... No, fuck you, you know, or just like questions, and I fe- and I was like, yeah, I I needed more. I needed more to more to save my interest in the game more gotcha. than I was getting, you know, like all these traditional uh, JRPGs of old, you know, like my favorite games. There's so much character, uh, there's so much character in your main character, and you know, even if they don't have dialogue. The people around them are, like, supplementing that with, like, oh, you feel this way, or oh, you feel that way. But I was getting just, like, a blank slate, nothing, like, blank stares whenever we were in, like, a dialogue conversation. Like, my main <laughs> character with, like, the NPC are just, like, staring ahead, like, full, like, eyes bugged out of their heads, like, mmm, yes. Like, like the kind of, like, face where, like, I have no fucking clue what's happening kind of a, kind of a face. So I was, like... Maybe they were Las Plagas infected also. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Bring everybody back from the beta. That would be bring awesome. Bring them all back. So, so I've been blogging as the main character just to bring like more of like a sense of like role playing to it, and I've been having like a total blast. Nice. Yes, and I don't think I'm going to share it with anyone. Ah, <laughs> oh, boo! Why even tell us then? No way, because it, well, it, because it's like I want people to to think about this. You know, like if there's a game you don't particularly enjoy, you know, mm. I'm I'm part of the the demographic of like older gamer that you know we don't we don't buy every single new release. You know, we aren't like super excited about like things that are new. You know, like I'll buy like a game that's cheap. See, I don't, you know? I don't play any games that I don't necessarily enjoy. I only play the games that I really like. 
Now that's the thing is, but I'm I'm just saying like like I need a Viagra before I uh, before I jump into this game. You know, uh, I need I need something to supplement my desire uh, to play this game, or else I'm just gonna lose interest so quick. And I wanna be I wanna be in to this game because it's so cool. The graphics are amazing. The music, the atmosphere, even some of the characters you meet, and the lore—it's totally great. And this mm-hmm. is the uh, this is the game that that bank. This is like Kurt Schilling's, you know, uh, hundred million dollar uh, gamble ah. that failed. You know, like he lost a ton of money, like basically gambling on, uh, you know, like the success of uh, his video game company. He was trying to make an MMO, you know, because that's where the money's at. He's he said many times. And he's trying to find investors for his company, and he kept on bringing people uh, in, paying him a ton of money, bringing in developers from, like, uh, the West Coast, moving them out. And then finally, uh, the state of Rhode Island said, hey, if you come into our state with your development company, uh, you know, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. And they set up this whole contract, and everything looked great, and they launched this game, and they're still working on their MMO, and then they missed a payment, and the state of Rhode Island was like... Uh, you need to cough up the money. Where's the money? And the company went under so quick that there's still... That it's like, uh, it's a political issue in this uh, upcoming election of who's responsible for the all the money that got sucked into this company. So, to play that game, the game that... The, the one game that they did create is really cool. Just think like, oh, this is like what Kurt Schilling and all the development team kind of like spent all their hours on. I wonder if Kurt Schilling plays the game. Because he's a huge fan of MMOs. He would always play it as a baseball player on the road trips and stuff. So, mm-hmm. And it's his game. So I wonder if, like, if you log in there and it says one other person signed in, I wonder <laughs> if, if, if it's Kurt Schilling. I mean, what's what sucks is that there will never be, like, a sequel, it seems. I mean, like, there's rumblings about it. But, like, I really think it would be awesome to play this game with other people. I'm just running around the world alone right now, wishing, hoping that sometime in the future, like Skyrim or Fallout, that you get like a buddy, like a like an NPC that will like roam around with you. Oh, find find Kurt Schilling. He's there. He's looking for someone. <laughs> join, I know. Join. I, I bet you right now he's spending the. He doesn't have any money really, but the money he has left, he's spending trying to find out how to download himself into the game. I bet he's. I bet he's secretly in the game somewhere. Yeah, he said he saw Tron. He read the book Ready Player One, <laughs> and he's like, "I need to make this happen." Yes. So you know, I, I think he's in the game somewhere, uh, but he's just like begging for money. Yeah. He'd be like, guys, guys, if you give me a hundred million uh, gold coins, I'll be your friend forever. Yeah. Sorry, Kurt Schilling, and I did like you as a baseball player, and I so, love, and I <laughs> like that you took this uh, quest, but I don't think your family likes it anymore. No, so, sad. Sorry, you know, dude, that sucks. You know, he he gambled and he lost, and that's what happens. But yeah. Kingdoms of Amalur is flipping sweet. It's a great game, and uh, I think the best the best part, the part that's keeping me in the most, besides like blogging on the side and having a lot of fun with that, mm-hmm. is uh, is the gameplay. I mean, like, it kind of took your traditional MMO gameplay of like, all right, come over here, wolf monster. Okay, we're gonna stand really close. And I'm going to hit you, and then you'll hit me, and we'll wait for our hit meters to reset, and then I can keep hitting you, and you can keep hitting me, you know. Like, All right, where's this going? Because I'm getting bored. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like, like the action in this game is awesome. Like, every single weapon or spell you get to use is kick-ass. 
and you upgrade it over time, and you can actually juggle enemies in the air, like it's some kind of like crazy fighting game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat did that, so whatever. I know, I know, but but an MMO game, MMO like game, has never done it before. Yeah, usually so the it, worst part about the MMO is the fighting. Exactly. The <laughs> best part about this is the action. It's really good. So uh, well, I'm I happy. guess I guess this game, just like the book Fat Vampire Slayer, usually sometimes the best <laughs> things in the world are the ones that barely anyone knows about. That's correct. <laughs> That's of course, correct. of course, you can get that book at. Uh, Amazon.com or Barnes and Noble for 99 cents. It's an amazing steal. You know, I think you could buy like you could buy our book four times over for the cost of one cup of coffee in at fact, Starbucks. Yeah, in fact, if you get on Amazon, you can read the first chapter for free, whether and then decide if you want to. <laughs> Damn, that's service. Yeah. All right. So let me talk about some cool stuff. Sure. Young Justice came back on Saturday. Dude, I missed. I I missed all the Saturday premieres, but I've I've heard great things. I saw all of them. I'll tell you about all four of them. I I heard people are the rumblings are that the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is kick ass. It's amazing. Yeah. But clearly, you don't want to let me talk about Young Justice. No way. Go straight Do you into want me TMNT. To skip into Ninja Turtles. Dish dish the dirt. Yes. I listen to your boring ass review the whole time there, politely. Dude. You talked to you talked for fifteen effing minutes about Resident Evil. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, a movie that you said was okay. I said enjoyable. Turn your brain off. <laughs> it's okay. I turned my brain off during the Kurt Schilling part. That's All right. right. Fine. We'll skip straight to Ninja Turtles, Mister. I can't wait for my Young Justice review. Dude, well, I'm 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 secretly hoping that you'll forget about Young Justice so I can go watch it. After no, this. I wasn't gonna spoil it, but now I'm thinking about it. Well, you better. All right, Ninja Turtles. It's back. It's awesome. Okay. Go see it. I like the animation style. It works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the the show, like there was an hour premiere on Saturday. It starts off with the turtles fighting each other. Sweet. Perfect. The thing that we've always wanted and never, ever got to see. Mm. Turtles fighting each other. Squaring off. These two versus these two. And then the two winners facing each other. Awesome. Oh, cool. So immediately I was like, holy shit. Thanks, guys. I appreciate this. <laughs> little backstory the uh, original voice of Raphael from the original uh, show plays Donatello's voice now wow and doesn't even change it so it's exactly like Raphael's voice wait wasn't that Yakko Warner uh, what's his name yes I for- yeah I forget the voice actor but he's done a ton yes anyway so Raphael is now Donatello Okay. and uh, Jason Biggs from American Pie is now Leonardo <laughs> Um, okay, I, I can't so, tell you who they got for Raphael, but the guy that got for Michelangelo is perfect. Sweet. So, but uh, the animation's cool. They start fighting each other. I really like the story. Um, you know, it's you know it's a reboot. They don't spend too much. They spend like a minute telling you how they became the Ninja Turtles. Okay. Um, Splinter was a human in this one, just like the original. Hmm. And it starts with loss. He talks about his uh, fight with the Shredder and how Shredder. Uh, his wife died in the fight on accident, and his daughter, his baby daughter, seemingly perished, which we all know it happens. Right. So, that was cool. She gets, she comes back as a moose. Well, I was going to say she comes back as Shredder's ninja daughter, probably. Well, yeah, that, that too. But with giant moose antlers. Yeah, sure. Yes. Anyways, this is cool. I liked it. There was some good action, some good humor, some good violence. Um, it shows them discovering their love for pizza. Like they're like, "What is?" They read the box like pizza, 
Like, <laughs> what is this? And so it was it was cool. They fight. Um, you know, you know, Krang in the second series. They called his species the Utron or whatever. Yes. There's a bunch of Krangs or a bunch of Utrons, but they call each other Krangs. Oh, weird. So they call all of them Krangs. Good, because I think that's what we did before. Yeah. So there's not just one Krang. There's tons of them, just like in the the 2000s series. But there's Krangs in there, and uh, Shredder is introduced at the end of the episode. Um, but it's good. I'm on board. I liked it. Uh, even the theme song was good. It had just a little bit of the original one in, but it had mm-hmm. like a nice remix of it, and uh, I was digging it. Like I watched this, and I was like, huh, this is... You know, I watched it because it was Ninja Turtles, but I expected to watch one and be like, clearly it's for eight-year-olds and stuff. But, uh, no, I liked it. I'll definitely watch it again. It was cool. That's nice. So, yeah. I would I would definitely recommend if people like the Ninja Turtles, you know, series and stuff, uh, definitely go on. It's on Nickelodeon or or just on the interweb. <laughs> yeah. And uh, go, give it a, go give it a watch and uh, decide for yourself. But I was, I was pleasantly surprised. That's nice. You know, Nickelodeon, that's like two for two with reboots in the last uh, the last couple of years. What was I mean, they the did, other one? Well, they did, uh, you know, I didn't follow up, but they did They did do Voltron, and I was pleasantly surprised with that, too. Yeah, after you told me to stop watching it. No, I was like, well, you know, it was the same thing as Ninja Turtles, is I really feel like, all right, Voltron, classic. Ninja Turtles, classic. You don't need to bring it back. You don't need... I mean, like, you could say, well, we're introducing the story to next generation or whatever. I could watch old Voltron any time, you know, but uh, but I did... That being said, I did watch the first episode uh, and the second episode of the reboot, and I was like, okay, all right. You know, they did it justice. You know, I, li- I like this reboot, reboot style. You know, cool. Thumbs up. Yeah, this turtle one's pretty good, and they don't uh, pander to like five-year-olds, which is cool. It's like the, that was the whole thing I had a problem with Transformers Prime was you know they have all those little little kid sidekicks and stuff, and this is just the mm-hmm. turtles. It's about the turtles, and April's younger in this one. April's like uh, a teenager. Oh no! So, but that was fine. Whatever. I mean, she was their age, so they saved her, kind of deal. So, didn't, didn't bother oh, that's me. That's nice. So, so we don't have that whole like you know the the, the original relationship was kind of strange. Between April and the Turtles. Yeah, now it's just fellow teenagers kind of thing. So, I dig that. Yeah. I dig that. So it's not like grown ass woman with a with a job hanging out with teenagers. Yeah, in the sewers. Yeah, they're just teenagers. They save her. Donatello's got a crush on her. Hooray! That's fine. So I like it. It was good. Now on to Young Justice. All right, Young Justice was awesome. In case you thought it was going to come back lame, no one thought that. But uh, it was good, and I won't spoil anything. I'll just tell you what the episode was about. It's all about Speedy. Green Arrow uh, yes. sidekick, the one that has been missing for eight years. <laughs> who they found him <laughs> in the cloning facility and his arm was chopped off. This, this episode is all about him. Like he's, It starts in the hospital bed and he's just bitching out Green Arrow. <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. It was all about uh, Speedy trying to make his way in the world with one arm. And uh, once again, this show has just got it. They just know how to write for superheroes. Like, it was great. I just loved watching um, Speedy trying to handle life and uh, get back on track. It was it was really good. Cool. Well, the last, the last couple of episodes were just, like, amazing. I mean, uh, there was a superhero intervention mm. where, where like, uh, the old Speedy or uh, Roy, the, the clone. Red Arrow now. Yeah, Red Red Arrow was like going around helping people, but then also kind of like helping himself to some cash, mm-hmm. you know. And and like he had like a little beard going on, and superheroes 
had to come in and be like, Roy, come on, man. Like, like how far he'd fallen, you know? He yeah. was like a petty, a petty criminal just to continue his, uh, his frivolous search for old Speedy. But then it worked. He found him. So good things come right. to those who wait. Yeah, and, you know, it was kind of like... It was kind of nuts, too, how they did it. You know, like, Cheshire was just like, Oh, yeah, uh, let's just try this one last place, and then if it doesn't work out, then uh, let's stop. You know, and lo and behold, that's where old old one hand was hanging out. Well, that uh, that see, I took from that that Cheshire knew it was there, and she kind of set it up so yeah, that exactly. he'd move on with his life and get back with her because they have a kid together. Right. So... But yeah, this is good. Young Justice is back. I loved it. The other two new uh, premieres was Star Wars Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darth Maul has now returned with robot legs. <laughs> and, um, you know, this one is skews a little bit younger, but people die in it all the time. Which, hmm. not to sound morbid, but that's the part I like about it the most. <laughs> like, Obi-Wan Kenobi and this other Jedi are fighting Darth Maul and, like, Darth Maul's half-brother. And you... Uh, you watch this other Jedi just get killed. Nice. She gets sliced and then she falls down. And then instead of showing her, they show the other Jedi with the lightsaber right above her and go, bam, and like bring it straight down through her. Oh, nasty. And so it's like, shit, man. I mean, you know, like, and I probably saw, I don't know, 12 other people get dropped in this cartoon. Mm-hmm. So that's what always, I, it's what always brings me back to the show is the death. Clone Wars is not the best. It's not the worst, mm-hmm. but they kill a lot of people. And I can respect that. You know, it's 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 not just your basic little kid show. Yo, people die. Spe- <laughs> yo, sp- speaking of uh, speaking of Clone Wars, the man behind like the original Clone Wars series who made it amazing. Yeah, uh, Jendi Tartakovsky, he totally directed Hotel Transylvania, which looked like it was going to be terrible, but it did forty three million dollars this weekend. Big smash hit. Fuck yeah! You know if like. He was kind of hinting uh, uh, at this in a, at an interview that he just recently did, but like if this does well and he becomes like a like a more of a known film director, like successful film director, he can do those pet projects, mm. you know, that all of us have been clamoring for all over these years. Yeah, biggest September opening ever. Wow. In the history of September's, and uh, probably helped by the fact there's really no kid movies out now, mm-hmm. and hasn't been a kid movie out for like a month, um, ever yeah. since Timothy Green died. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> so that probably helped, but yeah, man, I, I thought that the the Adam Sandler was gonna give it the kiss of death, but did pretty well, so that's awesome. Yeah, hell yeah! Now, now bring on Samurai Jack the movie. I heard he wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Like he talk, he doesn't want to give up on it. So the series was so good, man. It was alright. Like I, I well, you know, in terms of like marrying. Uh, Jendi Tartakovsky's like strange ass style mm-hmm. with like a story that was kind of like you know unique and bizarre with just like some episodes were just like 30 minutes of action right you know I thought it was great I like the bad guy what was his name like Haku or something a- Aku and sadly sadly the guy who played him is dead uh, so if they uh, if they do the movie it has to be somebody else I did like Haku he was pretty sweet and I would love how many how many fairy tales they would bring into it. Like one episode, Aku is like uh like among the uh, the human population mm-hmm. that he has like destroyed in the future time, and he has to, and he's trying to get them like on his side. He's trying to get them to like love him and not Jack. Mm. And so he tells them like these three fairy tales where where Aku is like Cinderella, and oh, Jack yeah. is like the three stepsisters. <laughs> I saw that one. That was pretty decent. 
That's good. Oh, man, one of my favorites. The uh, last premiere I saw on Saturday was Green Lantern Season 2. Oh, uh, yes. It, it was the weakest one, but, I mean, you know, the Season 1 wasn't that great. You know, mm-hmm. I just like Green Lantern. But uh, he's, so he saved the universe. He comes back. He got fired from his job and gets dumped by his girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, in his absence, they've appointed Hal, uh, Guy Gardner, the new Green Lantern of Earth. Huh. So he's basically he's lost everything, and people don't even know that he's the Green Lantern. They just know Guy Gardner is the Green Lantern. So he's like, "What the fuck?" Yep, this Harry sucks. Potter syndrome. And, it's like uh, you got to you got to start him out at like nothing. So you know everybody loves an underdog. Well, and Guy Gardner. I mean, as a Hal Jordan fan growing up, I hated Guy Gardner, and he's perfectly hateable in this one too, which was good. I mean, it, it, he was good for the cartoon. Oh yeah, so he's uh he's kind of a douche. Yes, yeah, just like the uh, like Hal Jordan gets dumped and uh, Guy Gardner's like, yo, yo, can you give me your number? <laughs> <laughs> and he turns on, punches him out. So they fight a lot and stuff. And it was cool, but no, it was Damn. it was a they they freed him up, they freed him up because at the end they're like, well, you did save the universe last year, so we're taking you off of Earth and you are now going to be patrolling the entire universe because you're the best. Wow, so, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so and they they introduced the Manhunters, which was a big thing in the comics. So I mean, they they destroyed the Red Lanterns in season one, so now they're going after the Manhunters in season two, which is pretty sweet. So uh, it's you know it's not that great of a cartoon, but I still like Green Lanterns and constructs and stuff. So uh, I'll DVR it, and watch it. All right. Wow. Well, that's I mean that's all I got. That's all I got, man. Actually, no, you know I. I God, I just came back from a from a Ren fair today. Yes, and man, that, my my bag is killing me. It's short for Renaissance Fair. That's right, and te- technically, uh, it's a medieval festival. Yes, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Yes. So so every year in Manhattan's Fort Tryon Park, which is actually this ancient ass forest with uh, a European castle smack dab in the middle of it which is just kind of nuts that it's in Manhattan. They throw this medieval festival, and there's a ton of different things. I mean, there's, like, knights and jousting and, like, magic, and, you know, you get to go into the castle and look at the the unicorn tapestries. <laughs> no, seriously, it's seriously a thing. There's, like, the, the hunt for the unicorn. And like, I want to go straight to the unicorn tapestries. That's the first <laughs> thing I want to do when I get to the Renaissance Fair. That's right, all the bronies <laughs> hanging out like, you know, whoa, dude, check this one out, yo. <laughs> when we go to New York Comic Con, you better get your picture of a brony. Dude, you, uh, any picture that I'm in is technically a picture of a brony. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying someone dressed up as one. <laughs> I don't know if you could dress Well, I mean, you know, actually, no, I'm looking forward to buying, like, some kind of brony supporting t-shirt at, at a Comic Con. Because right. there, are, there are a ton of awesome ones out there on the net, but I don't want to pay shipping. I know this makes me like a dick, but... Like, uh, I want to show up to the Renaissance Fair with, like, two other people and just, like, paint guns. <laughs> Paintball guns. And just be like, suck it, Renaissance Fair. Da, 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 da. And just tat them up with paintballs. Dude, I would say, I, well, one, there's, like, 90,000 people there. Yeah. Uh, they would crush you in a New York minute. No, they wouldn't. And, uh, Paintballs hurt. No one's getting close to me. <laughs> that's that's why it would be a good fight. Like they got knights and armor and stuff, and I'd just be like tat, 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 all okay, over their okay. armor and stuff. So it's like it wouldn't be crushing them necessarily, but 
But I think it'd be like a fair fight. And it'd be like, bring it. And we'd take over, we'd storm the castle and like grab some of those big titty wenches and bring them with us and stuff and make them serve <laughs> us. It'd be awesome. And it'd be like, yo, we took over. So now come take it back with your these and your thous, you know, and your <laughs> archers that aren't going to shoot arrows at me, but I will shoot paintballs at you because one's a felony and the other one's not. <laughs> so it's like, I would totally do that. Me and two other guys with paintball guns, let's take over the Renaissance Fair and that eat could be chicken. Cool. <laughs> with our bare hands because that's, that's right. how you eat chicken at the renaissance fair with your hands that's right man they give you the ice cream cone of chicken yeah so i mean i think that would be kind of like i think that'd be kind of fun i mean it wouldn't be fun for them but no <laughs> i think it would be fun for me i've i've gone to renaissance fair before because mm-hmm. i like to try everything sure. and uh you know so i saw the jousting and you know and the, and the, the storytellers and the jugglers and and I bought a beer from a wench, and I tipped her, and she made me put the tip in her bosom. Wow. Which I definitely enjoyed. I was like, sure, let me wedge that down in your tits. That's cool. <laughs> she told me to do it. So, uh, but yeah, so yep. it was okay. But the whole time I kept thinking, it was like, I'm going to come back here and paint balls and just crush you people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, wait, wait, there, there, there was a guy that was like, fuck you, Renfair. He was definitely like there was the like a lot a lot of people dress in like you know their own costumes and whatnot. Uh-huh. You know, there's like wizards who stink like homeless people, right? Uh, <laughs> because they are homeless people, and uh, <laughs> and and you know there's like the dudes with like the very serious freaking like knight armor and the ladies that are dressed like like Queen Victoria. But then there's like this guy, right? And I saw him with like walking around with the chick, and he has like a suit on. But not any suit. He's like the most corporate-y, like, like no lint on this suit whatsoever. Very much like Slick Rick 80s style suit. And he's walking around just like belittling everyone. Oh, see, now, now see that, in that point, I would actually then turn on that guy. Because I'm not there to make fun of the Renaissance Fair people. I'm not there to hate on them. I just think it'd be funny if I like rock their world with technology <laughs> that's all i'm saying like i think it'd just be fun to kind of do that and i almost think like they might kind of enjoy a challenge you know they could all unite against the bad guy but i'm not going to sit there and make fun of them so mm-hmm. if that guy came back by i'd be like yo you know just be like occupy renaissance fair and everyone shoot wall street <laughs> i would totally lead the charge to kill that guy and then everyone would be on my side again because it's not cool to show up and hate on people i mean come on Come on, no, let's have a, no, let's maybe, have a soul. <laughs> maybe you got to hold your, your paintball gun high and be like, people of the Red Fair, this is my boomstick. <laughs> yeah, it's like even when we go to New York Comic Con and I see people dressed up as My Little Ponies, I'm not going to go up to them and be like, you're fucking ridiculous. How can I say that? I just told you I watched the Green Lantern cartoon on Cartoon Network. <laughs> you know, you can't throw stones like that. You just can't. So that's right. I'm never going to hate on people to their face. That's just mean. <laughs> no, no, but you know, having having a good time in a group setting is always appreciated. Yeah, so you know, eventually I'd let them shoot the paintball at me a couple times. <laughs> All's fair. Sorry, just not in the face, not in the face. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, because well, I'd, I'd be wearing like my Darth Vader mask or something. So. Yeah, but this is like this is the third this is the third time I've gone uh-huh. to this uh, medieval festival. You know, because I work, you know, I work it. You know, I work for my job. Right. But uh, but. This time was different. I definitely felt like camaraderie between like me and some of the, like the the other vendors and like some of the other performers. You know, like I feel like I'm finally like I'm in. Oh, that's you cool. Know, a lot of a lot a lot of these people they they go from like Ren Fair to Ren Fair like all summer and some of them like all year. Mm. And they're they're all kind of like all the ones around the country kind of set up so you can do that. Like 
that they're like non-conflicting dates. So these said like some people will see each other like all the time. Ah. But this is the first time, you know, you know, because they just go for like a day that I was like, oh, hey, you know, uh, like like I, I, I met the um, this guy selling like these little marionettes and like puppets and stuff. And he's like, oh, hey, Chad, what's up? And I go over there and it turns out to be uh, this guy who's this puppeteer who also directs like Sesame Street, like occasionally. Hmm. And I was like, oh, awesome. And uh, and these are some of the other performers I was hanging out with. They're, you know, they're like, yo, if you bring your speaker next time, can I plug in my mic? And, you know, I was like, I got you. I got you, Marco the Magician. Yeah, we're tight now. That's awesome. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's always good to have friends at a rent fest. Yeah. But, and now I feel like I know something more. That's right. But no, it's it's like, it, but but also it's just like a con. Con rules, which you reminded me of the other day, which is you can't go to a rent fest alone. Don't go to a con alone. You have to go with friends, or you will not have a good time. Exactly, Chad. Don't ditch me in New York. I'm not ditching you, dude. But I am bringing you kicking and screaming to a theater show that I have. Ah! <laughs> Come on, there's only so much I can do at the Comic-Con. I can't even be there all four days. Yo, dude, Comic-Con closes at 7 p.m. Closes at 10. 10 p.m. 7. I checked the schedule. You can stay there as long as you like, but you have to be a big boy and get on the subway by yourself because I have to go work and go videotape a theater show. But if you want to come with me, you know, and watch some theater, that's cool, too. Then you're going to leave me at the Comic-Con by myself. Maybe. I mean, like, you know, Lance from Retroware would probably be there. I mean, there's probably some dudes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jump Maniacs. Anyone that is going to New York Comic Con, get on our page and hit me up with your details so we can hang out at New York Comic Con. Because Chad sounds like he's going to ditch me. Dude, I got to work. This is my first con, man. All right. If, if, it, goes, if it goes beyond 7 p.m. And I thought I'd check that. I thought it only closed at 7. No, it goes till 10. But yeah, no. There has to be some cool dudes out there in the uh, in the universe that you can hang out. All with. the good stuff comes on late, man. I'm not saying you have to come with me, but I'm just saying like you know, there's a seat for you if you want. Friday night is like the only like I can't go there Saturday night, so Friday night is gonna be like the best stuff for me to see. And you're a Comic Con. Word. Well, I can't miss that, dude. Well, it's like. I mean, I, I know you have a steady job and all, but when you when you work freelance, it's a whole different world. If somebody's like, "Yo, can you be here at this time?" Uh, and this might also like, besides giving you money, increase your reputation in the theater world. Uh, you can't say no. Yes, you can. You'd be like, "Yo, hey, well, my brother's actually in town for this one night. Sorry, we're going to New York Comic Con. It's his first con. He's very excited." Yeah. Instead, I was like, "Well, oh, looks like uh, Comic Con closes at seven, so this will work out." What are you talking? about close at seven get on there right now while we're talking <laughs> i'm going i'm going right now they do they have it all set up now i checked i was looking hour by hour i was like writing down what i wanted to do oh oh do they have the schedule up yet yeah they do oh cool every single hour for four days and i can't be there the whole weekend wow but i will be there oh, for cool. sean astin <laughs> sean astin oh my god i just want to say mikey <laughs> Goonies never die. I'm the millionth person to yell that at you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I won't be there for the Emperor. I think Ian McDermott doesn't get there till Saturday. Oh, dude. Like, I think he talks Saturday night. I'm not going to be there for that. Yeah, Jump Maniacs in New York. Anyone going to New York Comic Con, let's hang out. Or get, just, or get drunk, too. That'd be fun. 
Yeah, you know our our cousin Sean, who also ran a, a podcast, the the Nerdcast, for the longest time, would would come to New York but refuse to go into the con. He would and he would just instead go to some bars. No, that's cool too. I would do that. Someone else is buying though. <laughs> we we do the podcast for free so if you see me there buy me a couple of beers <laughs> we did 120 shows or episodes i don't know maybe it was like 108 i don't even know but we're getting up there but we have a couple of hundred more to go if we're gonna compete with our cousin sean That's man true. he was up there he was in the 300s uh we'll we'll kick the shit out of that record yes <laughs> <laughs> Wow, well, you know, uh, I think I think Eric, you were correct. Yeah, like Looks usual. like it goes, but that just means it just means you have to find some dudes to hang out with Such while I go and work. Bullshit, man! Come on, dude, it's money, it's rent. Come on, it sucks. <laughs> is that all you got? That's like, I'm already that's like, I already cut my man. journey short because you said you got to work on Saturday. So I was like, yeah. all right, I'll go home early on Saturday, but at least we'll have Thursday night and all of Friday. And now you're making me cut Friday night out too. Dude. Come on, dude. man. Have you, been, have you been to a con? No. All right, well, let me tell you, this is what's going to happen. We're going to get there early, right? We're going to stand in line We're gonna, uh, on Friday. We're going to stand in line, then we're going to get in, then we're going to have the most amazing time you've ever had. We're going to go to this and to that, then we're going to eat, and then we'll be so freaking tired when I'm like, okay, dude, I'm going to this uh, gig to go get paid. You'd be like, dude, great. Oh, I'm good. I, I can't wait. I'm just going to collapse, sleep, or you'll just stay there the entire night. One of those two things will happen. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Like, Don't we have to wait in line early in the day so we can get tickets to go for the good panels later at night? I mean, no. Then we're gonna miss the good panels. <laughs> I mean, uh, the the panels. I think you line up for them like an uh, like maybe like an hour to thirty minutes in advance. Yeah, but I bet you the good ones all start from like they're all from like six to nine. It's possible. Oh, come on, man. Don't worry, dude. No, you're in good hands. Whose hands are we talking about? I don't know. Some stranger that might reveal oh themselves my God. To us on Facebook. Someone, someone that likes our podcast, get on our Facebook page. This week and tell me you're going to New York Comic Con. And if you're not and you just want to hang out Friday night, that's cool too. I'll come over to your house and play <laughs> video games or we'll go get loaded at a bar or anything. Because clearly it sounds like my schedule's open and I'm lost in the city by myself. Like Fievel from American Tales or whatever the <laughs> fuck that movie was. Fievel could have used a... F- uh, never mind. I'm going to sit on a water tower, Chad, and sing somewhere out there. My fucking brother <laughs> left me for a puppet show. <laughs> yeah, it's going to sound exactly like that, too. That's right. And I will, I, I will sit in a darkened theater, getting paid, getting money, and then having wine and cheese afterwards. And I'll be, I'll be humming it in my head, Ugh, Eric. That's ridiculous. Humming it in my head. That's ridiculous. I wish, our, I wish Facebook you could create polls. Like some of those other cheesy websites, we could create a poll and see like who thinks to Chad should not ditch his brother Friday night on his first Comic Con, and then who thinks Chad should go and have wine and cheese without him. I invited you. That's all I'm saying. Oh, so what do yo. I gotta do if I get invited? So what what are you gonna be doing, and what am I gonna be doing if I go with you? Well, well, I mean, clearly you want to stay at Comic Con. You know, there's like stuff to do. Right. And so stuff. if I go with you, what do I got? What do I do? Uh, you watch some theater. What kind of theater? And that, uh, puppet theater. 
and then after and then after and it's like and it's uh it's like experimental new stuff that has never been seen oh before. no that's the worst <laughs> oh god they're not even trying their good material out oh no well i mean they think it's their best material oh, you know they're, god they're, no you could stay at comic-con dude know, i'll teach you, you the said, subway system comic-con alone uh, so we'll fi- we'll find you, buddy. We'll find you, buddy. But let's wrap this up because <laughs> we're running in circles, dude. So we're well weekly video game slash movie slash nerd podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find us on iTunes. We're weekly and we're totally free. We're also on RetroWareTV.com, ElderGeek.com, and of course all of our uh, all of our material and a link to buy our amazing book, Fat Vampire Slayer, is at JumpmanPodcast.com. Yeah. So. Hit us up on Facebook, especially if you want to hang out in New York City with me, Friday, October 12th. <laughs> we'll go see... Because yeah, we still got to go... We got to see Taken 2 also. We got to squeeze oh, that in. That? See Taken 2. Oh, damn. All right. Well, you know, it's like... I didn't say it wasn't free after I taped this thing. Chad's in it for the money, money, money. <laughs> and the wine and cheese. I'm going right. to be lost, Chad. You're going to find me dead in an alley with a hooker. Just because, I don't know, but I'll be dead. And that's the important Come on. part. Don't worry about the hooker part. And then you're going to feel bad. Yo, no way, dude. New York City hookers will give you excellent subway directions. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, where do you need to go? Okay, just take the end train all the way. <sighs> slurp, slurp, slurp. You're missing the point, Chad. Uh, All right, we need we need to get onto like Craigslist, right? No, Craigslist. Like, fr- we need to find definitely. you a friend, and I'll have to pay them twenty dollars and be like, "Here's a press pass," and they'll be like, "What are you into? Comic books? Okay, whatever you want." Uh. <laughs> be like, "What do you, you want to call me? Your star, your star sapphire? Okay, slurp, slurp." And yeah, maybe I can meet some hot cosplay friends, and I'll just hang out with them. Maybe. I mean, like, in San Francisco, there was this hot chick dressed as Thor. Everybody thought that was amazing. That was pretty cool. I saw that picture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so no. If you're planning to go dressed up as Princess Leia or Harley Quinn or Star Sapphire or um, who's that DC chick that I think is really hot? Which one? I mean, they're all pretty much, you know, a walking, talking stereotype. The one that's, su- that's hot but not, like, overly slutty? There's no no DC or Marvel characters like that. No, no. Remember, I was telling you that like, it's the one she's got like, like uh, spandex shorts and like a star on her head, and she has a staff, and it's really the staff that's the power. So she's sexy, but she's not like overly slutty. Sorry, man, you lost me. Ah, shit. Sounds like Sailor Pluto. I forget. No, it's something with star <laughs> in it or Liberty or something. Oh yeah, the staff. Chick. Yeah, you know. Anyways, well, anyways, anyways, if you're gonna be hot and, and dressed up as cosplay, then let's be friends Friday night and just hang out. Yeah, yeah that describes none of our audience. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh wait, 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 what? wait, wait. Speaking speaking of which, some ew, Victor on Facebook dropped us a line just to let us know that he got the first bass last that night. That was awesome, dude. And I I wrote the whole <laughs> lyrics to the Karate Kid soundtrack <laughs> on there for him. It all applies to a situation. That's right. So when you read what I wrote, you have to sing it out loud. That's how it's supposed to be. History repeats itself. Try and you succeed. Yes, you better believe it. Victor's <laughs> the best around. <laughs> and next time he's gonna touch some boobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, play my music. Jumpman, engage. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.